Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. Every time we speak now, Jack, is another week closer <laughs> to the start of the season. How are you feeling? Oh, fantastic. Uh, we're in the midst of several drafts at the moment. We've got another one at the weekend. There isn't many days before the season. I don't have some sort of draft to do. So, yeah, very exciting times at the minute. Absolutely. I feel like slow drafting has really taken off, at least for us this year. Yes. I think, I think there's only one league that I'm in that we're actually all getting together. At the, our, our main league, the, the first one we ever started, is the only one that that's I think quick we're draft. all getting together that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> a minute and a half a pick. But, uh, but yeah, everywhere else, it's just... Just so it works, difficult to it? get people together, isn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. Um, very good. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. We're getting close, but I am in a couple of leagues. One one league is starting the draft tomorrow with with slow Ooh. draft, and I'm just I'm a little bit <clears throat> a little bit nervous just because we are getting so close now. If uh, you know, all it takes is one person to use all eight or twelve hours or however long we've got, and, <laughs> and you're knackered. Suddenly, you're terrified. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so this week we'll speak about our top 12 wide receivers and top 12, well, I, th- I think we're going to do our top 6 tight ends and notable tight ends beyond that. Um, that sounds like a plan. A, a top 12 is somewhat difficult to, uh, <laughs> yeah, there are definite definite tiers in the, in the tight end spectrum and uh, they get much flatter the further along you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes... Wide receivers. I suppose it's it's interesting this year. We've you know there has definitely been a massive shift towards wide receivers being far more valuable and coveted in the first round at least. You know, a long for a long time the kind of narrative has been draft an RB in your first round. Uh, that's kind of was the mantra that I was told when I yep. started playing. To which I, I I went against that and drafted a wide receiver uh, and went on to win the league actually that year. But um, <laughs> Zeke one of those as you that's say. It. I'm you a pioneer. The trend. I'm a pioneer. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, cr- it's yes. crazy. I mean, when I first started, I couldn't have even imagined ever not taking a running back in the first round. It's, it's just crazy to think about. But yeah. With it being much, much more of a passing league now, which is obviously growing every year, um, yeah, I think this is probably a, a trend that's here to stay. I think the fact that PPR is now the standard as well, isn't it, mm-hmm. uh, makes a massive difference. Wide receivers 100%. are so much more valuable in the PPR format. If you're going for 0.5 PPR or, or just zero PPR, then obviously you want to probably be looking at a running back uh, in most cases over a wide receiver but some of these guys you know while they don't get as much yardage they definitely get the the targets the and the receptions which is it. which is exactly what you need so i guess kicking it off if you had the uh, the first the first pick your number one overall wide receiver who would you <laughs> be going for this time i, th- I think it's got to, it's got to be just just Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. i think it I think it has to be. I've not seen, um, doing research and looking at other people's boards and stuff, I've not seen many people who don't have uh, Jefferson at one. Um, obviously, he's had, like, his, his start to his career has been legendary. He's breaking most of the records. Some of the catches he made last season were just unreal. That one in the Bills game just sticks in my mind. Oh, yeah. every, every time I think about him, just a fantastic player. Kirk Cousins is very solid. I think the offense will still be very good. Um, lots of people are saying as well because the defense is still questionable. They will have to score a lot of points. So I think he's 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 a he's a guarantee. He's a guarantee. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've not seen anybody who has. I mean, last year it was very much a case of Chase or Jefferson. 
Um, but this yes. year, this year, Chase has obviously fallen behind a little bit. Obviously, with Jefferson too, you do, you don't have the competition for targets that you have with yes, with, with Higgins Chase. and Boyd and yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Hawkinson has obviously come in, and he's someone we'll talk almost certainly talk about in our tight end list yes. later. But you know, you've lost well Adam Thielen to both age and the fact that he's now not on the team anymore. Um, you know, you kind of Jefferson is is just he is he's the just, man. He's just the man, but. Yeah. Coming with that, you know, we've seen the old uh, beef between him and Jair Alexander, for example, and and Alexander did a pretty damn good job of uh, shutting him out last year in in the they second did, game. Which, yeah, we didn't um, see we didn't see that very often. So yeah, credit to him. Yeah, that'll be an interesting battle. And I think it's something that's going to kind of continue to happen now. Is you know if if the Vikings can't can't keep the ball moving around to other players. Jefferson's just going to get marked so much, but yes, he is such an exceptional yeah. talent that, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> he can deal with it in most cases. Uh, so yeah, definite safe pick is number one. <clears throat> he's number one for me as well. Number two is Jamar Chase. Yes. Um, yeah. While not the undisputed number one anymore, he is certainly, I think, the undisputed number two. Uh, yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, and yeah, last year it was a little bit closer. Um, don't get me wrong, I think Chase has the upside to finish as the wide receiver one in that offence, but like you said, he, he has much more competition for targets. Um I I just don't yeah, I think I think Jefferson this season's um a step above him just. But if Chase goes well then he could finish as the wide receiver one, but yeah, just behind Jefferson. Yeah, I agree. And who do you have at number three? Yeah, I've got Cooper Cup at three. Oh, okay. I've got yeah, Cooper Cup at three. I think what's 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 noteworthy is I think to be honest my what have I got? My top six, I think, is is all fairly close. Maybe, maybe Jefferson outstanding. I think they are probably interchangeable. But yeah, Cup at three. Although the Rams in general had a pretty down season last year, um, I do think Stafford will come back a little bit stronger. Um, I think the offense will be better in general. Um, and he's, he's too good a player to, if he plays the full season, the volume of targets he will get in that offense um, I, th- I think he's on for a bounce back here, as is Stafford. So the two go hand in hand. I think. Yeah, I I hope so because, uh, yeah, you know, you come off a, a Super Bowl winning season and then you go down and do as terribly yeah, as they did last crazy year. Crazy drop off. You really hope there's going to be a bit of a bounce back there. And Cup was exceptional that year as well. And I mean, he was exceptional last year until the injury as well. Yeah, he's he still he, on a ridiculous pace. He really was, in spite of the the team around him. So yeah, he is almost he's almost team proof. Uh, that man, as long as he can get the uh, stay healthy, I think he's he's going to do great things. Cup is at my four. He's just pipped. Uh, by Tyreek Hill for me. Um, yes, who is at my four? I feel I feel like Hill's in for a, another good year. A I think Tua, as long as they can keep him safe and they're not doing anything stupid by sending him out <laughs> with concussion. Um, so ridiculous. You know the fact that the fact that he was able to support two top five wide receivers for a lot of the season last year um, was was insanity in and of itself. Um, so yeah, I think Hill is in for another monster season this year can't see that changing to be honest um and he doesn't have the issue i guess that jefferson has and that he's not the only prime wide receiver on that team because you've got jalen waddle in there as well so yeah oh, I, I am looking forward to watching some dolphins games this year i've got to say yeah no yeah i couldn't agree more um i think yeah if if, if two stays healthy um the passing offense last year was was pretty good as much as i wasn't very high on two last year they did sling the ball around well 
I think it is worth noting as well, Hill only had six touchdowns last year, which I think is, is pretty low, to be fair. I can see that number creeping up, to be honest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the some of the games he was having, it was just, just insane. A lot of 10-plus catch games. He spoke in the off-season about trying to break, break the receiving record as well, which obviously with Waddle on the team as well might be tough. But yes, I, I agree. I think a, a big season from him and from Waddle, who I'm sure we'll talk about in the top 12. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, who have you got at number five? Five. Five, we go to Stefan Diggs at five. Same, same. Got three, all, all three 29-year-olds in a row. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Go ahead. Yeah, I think, obviously, there's there's been a little bit of sort of, not, not beef, I don't know what you'd call it. There's been a few rumours that he wants out of Buffalo, little bits like that. There's been some beef that people think he's having with Josh Allen. He's now come out and said that's that's ridiculous. He wants to stay in Buffalo. And I think even if that was the case, and you might not like Josh Allen, the amount that they pass it, and he is the clear number one on the team, he's going to have a good season. Yeah. He's definitely going to have a good season. If he plays the full year, which he usually does, he's going to be in that sort of 100-plus catch range again, which, like we discussed in PPR formats, is just you can't pass that up. So another good season from Diggs. I can't see anything else, even if he is a bit angry with how the last two seasons have ended. Yeah, I mean, last year going into it, I remember there was a lot of a lot of talk about Gabe Davis potentially rising to be quite a, yeah, which quite a primary wide receiver too, and he never he never quite didn't really come off to the expectations now. No. So, and I can't see that happening now uh, at this point either. So, Diggs is yeah. If you want a wide receiver one on a solid team that's potentially Super Bowl bound, yeah, Stefan Diggs is a guy to look at for sure. Um, number six, and for me, I've got uh, CD Lamb at number six. Ooh, okay. I've got. Well, I'm a little bit further down. Um, I've got Devante Adams at six, but yeah, go on. Why? Why CD Lamb? Very high. I'm, I'm, I'm changing my mind about him, and I don't know why. I think, <laughs> I think there might be, there might be something in it because he is, well, again, he doesn't really have that much in the way of competition now. Um, obviously, Amari Cooper moved last year, uh, and and that kind of opened mm-hmm. the door for some improvement there, but. He is he's he's grown into that offense. He's not he's not a young well, he is still a young guy, he's twenty four years old for God's sake, but he's you know, he's got experience now, uh, in, in that particular department. I feel like Dak Prescott is getting older. Um and he's he's not moving around as much. The injury that he sustained over yeah. the past couple of years actually he's had several injuries. Yeah, he is anywhere near anymore. as mobile. No. So he is having to rely on his arm more, which is only a good thing for C D Lamb, in my opinion. And I feel like I've got AJ Brown just after, and I was toying with having AJ Brown above uh, CD Lamb, um, and that's something. It's an internal monologue that I'm having a lot is whether it's AJ Brown or not. The thing that makes, in my opinion, the two players are very similar in in point generation, but the difference between them is Dak Prescott is probably going to throw it more than Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts has the opportunity to use his legs. And also, if you look at that Eagles offense, you've got quite a few decent receivers yes, there. there. A, not, there only, not only in Devontae Smith, but you've also got Dallas Goddard as well. Whereas, you know, I I, I just don't see as much threat from the Cowboys uh, in, in other departments than C.D. Lamb. No, yeah, I do agree with you. I mean, obviously, they, they, they signed Brandon Cooks, but he's he's obviously getting on a little bit. And, and Michael Gallup, as we know, isn't 
um, yeah, well, isn't really, if he, if isn't he really very reliable, exactly. <laughs> should we say. Uh, so, no, I do agree with you. I've got, if I if I have a look, I've got CD at eight, and then I've got AJ Brown in between um, at seven. Um, I guess I guess for me it's probably, I've never really liked the Cowboys' offense in general, I don't think. Although he had a good year last year, I'm really not sure what Dak will do this year. A lot of people are bigging him up saying it'll be a bounce-back year. I guess one thing with CD is even in the games Dak was down, he still steps up. Uh, so you are getting a very consistent player either way. So I do think he'll be good. But I think for me personally, just because I don't really like the Cowboys and I don't really like... I don't think Dak is that good anyway. I think that's maybe why I've got him a little bit lower, but that's my own that's my own issue. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, it makes sense. I, to be fair, Dak is one of those players... He's it's... a player that you, you, you he really should be better than he is. Yes, and I, yes, I, I that's think, it. I think that's the issue is that we've just had a few lacklustre seasons from him. Um, yeah. I do think he has potential, and I think he's one of those guys who you can draft him pretty late, really, let's face it. Um, yes, he can. You know, he's still probably definitely in the top 12 conversation, but you can draft him in the later rounds. And I think he's one of those guys who, if you take a punt on him, there is a potential that he's going to do really, really well for you. But there is also the potential that he's going to do something daft and get injured and be out for the rest of the season, like he has done a couple of times. Um, so it's one of those, isn't it? There's so much dependency on the QB when you're determining mm-hmm. who and where these wide receivers should sit. Um, yeah. Having said that, you look at Justin Jefferson and you've got Kirk Cousins kind of propping up the number one wide receiver and you're kind of like, huh, maybe Kirk's not as bad as everybody <laughs> says he is. Um, but He's yeah, it's, on me. it's yeah, it's it's a tricky one. Um, but like I say, I just feel I feel good about Lamb this year, but we will see. So who is, who's your number six? Uh, so, well, sorry. So I had, um, oh, Devante Adams, Devante Adams. Ah, Devante Adams. I'd, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd, I think because at the minute he's 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 not he's not miles down people's boards, but you can sort of get him in the the middle of the second. I think I got him the other day. Um, but he is one of those players that to me is is sort of quarterback proof. I know their quarterback situation isn't great, but it wasn't great last year either. I don't think personally, and yet he still had five two touchdown games. He was still the wide receiver three, I believe. Um, although I don't think they'll be necessarily be a good team. He's he's too good a player for me not to not to keep doing well. I think if you were to just set everyone with the same quarterback, he probably would be the best receiver in the league. I think personally, he's uh, had some amazing seasons with Rodgers. Um, I just think, I'd, it, despite the bad quarterback play, I think he will still do well. Yeah, I mean, he's. I think we've we've traded places uh, with our with our players here because I, I have Adams at eight. Yes, uh, yeah. which I think is where you have have Lamb, and then I assume Correct. we both have AJ Brown at seven. AJ Brown at seven. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Jimmy G doesn't fill me with confidence, uh, admittedly, um, but I think, yeah, you are right. Adams is he's such a good player. I think he is. At, if as you say, if you took him in isolation, I think he probably is the best wide receiver in the league. Um, but sadly, there are alternative factors you've got to consider in. and it, Of course. It, Vegas's situation just doesn't fill me with that you much confidence. Like that. <laughs> um, the other thing I'm worried about with Adams as well is just that, you know, he isn't he isn't in his prime years anymore. Um, you know, are we going to start to see see the decline this year, potentially? I Maybe. Um, I would never say that to his face like it. But, he <laughs> um, but um, you know. He is he is someone that I am a little a little bit concerned about. Just that 
you know, he's... Yeah, I'm not sure. He he just doesn't have the great supporting cast around him that that he needed, and he doesn't have mm-hmm. uh, since moving away from Aaron Rodgers. He's still been good, but he's not been well. He's still been elite. Let's face it, but he's not been he's not been what he was. Um, and I don't know if we'll ever see that level that of, side of, him again. of Adams again. No, I, yeah, no, I do, I do get, I do get that. I mean, I don't think like there, there isn't that much of a drop off from Derek Carr to Jimmy G. I don't think. Jimmy G gets a lot of slack, but he's not he's not dreadful. You know, he's still he's, he can still put in an average season and I think Adams is good enough to make up for that fact. I just think if you can get him where he's currently being drafted, I think I don't think he'll be disappointed, put it that way. I'm not saying he'll ever be the wide receiver one or two, but I don't think he'll be disappointed. No, I yeah, I would I would agree with that for sure. Um Okay, should we just quickly talk about AJ Brown then since we're gonna Oh yes we'd skip him otherwise. Got to talk about AJ. Yeah, I mean, massive fan of AJ Brown because um, he obviously he's on my dynasty team, so I'm a, I'm a little bit biased. Um, but he seems to have developed a really good sort of relationship with Jalen Hurts instantly. Um, he was fantastic last season. Um, their wide receiver room in general is really good. The offense, I think, is going to be fantastic as it was last year. Um, although Devante Smith is fantastic, he's still the wide receiver one for me, AJ Brown. Um, Jalen Hurts, as we know, me and you, big fans. I think he's only going to get better. I think those passing numbers will only keep improving, um, and I think AJ Brown will will reap those rewards. I mean, I agree with everything you've said, um, especially anything positive about Jalen about Hurts Jaylen. is, is well received <laughs> to my ears. But no, I, I agree, and I think he's 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 got the power, hasn't he? He's he's a big, strong that's receiver, it. and that's that's it. Kind of works well opposite. Uh, Devonte Smith too. So yeah, I, I love that Eagles team. I think it's fantastic. Can, if you're it? drafting any of, if you're drafting any of Jalen Hurts, uh, Devonte Smith, AJ Brown, or Dallas Goddard, you, you're getting a, a really solid player. And it's it's not often you can say that about you know most players, most offensive players on a team at least. Obviously, the running back situation is just yeah, crazy. Stay as clear always, of that one. But, um, <laughs> You know, you, if you if you draft in Jalen Hurts, you get in their top room back anyway. Um, yeah, it's 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 going to be a great great season. It's going to be fun to watch those guys play. Um, nice. Okay, so we've spoken about our respective eights. Uh, mm-hmm. So I guess we go down to number number nine on our list. Number nine, I've got Garrett Wilson. As have I. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, so obviously rookie last year, still finished as a wide receiver, twenty one. Had a couple of really nice games, uh, sort of wide receiver one games. Now has a, a very good quarterback, or certainly a very improved quarterback than the situation last year in Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, I assume you've seen some of the videos out of camp yes, as well of, yeah, yeah. of, of uh, Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner doing battle. And so they seem to have already developed a fantastic chemistry, Rodgers and Wilson. Um so yeah, I just think he's, he's he's again he's the clear wide receiver one on that offense. Rogers clearly loves him, which is a massive factor with Rogers. You need to be in his good books. <laughs> um, I think yeah, I think Wilson's in for a fantastic year. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good it's it's a good point you raise there as well as the fact that he's battling against Sauce Gardner in in practice, yeah, the, like arguably the best shutdown corner in the league. Exactly. So you, you, <laughs> that's that's great for the whole team because you've got Rogers having to practice against against that. You've got Wilson himself having to battle against him. Sauce Gardner is battling against Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, who, you know, everybody to, to, gets better. Ev- everybody is playing <laughs> against fantastic players, so it's it, oh, it's one it's a wonderful situation for them. Um, 
What do you think the Jets' chances of uh, going all the way are this year? Then, because I know, I know. Yeah. I, the more I think about it, the more I think it's a good recipe. But I would like to watch them play their first game first before coming to anything. I'm. I don't. If if all the way is is, is the Super Bowl win, I I don't, I don't think that's possible. I, I just think that the the conference in general is very stacked. Um, I certainly think they'll be a fun team to watch uh, with the likes of Wilson. Brees Hall, obviously they've had a Dalvin Cook Dalvin now Cook, as well, yeah. which is crazy. Um, and the defense is, is is pretty good as we know from last year. So I think they'll be a good team. I don't think they'll be able to surpass the Bills, although I think they'll give them a run. Um, but it's it's good news for Jets fans. Let's face it, they've got they've got a lot to be happy about. Oh, absolutely, far cry from five years ago. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolute disaster. Um, <laughs> all right, then number ten then for you. Number 10, I've got Amonara St. Brown. Same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, Very close, uh, yeah. though. I think I, I would say that, that that Wilson and St. Brown, for me, are quite are almost interchangeable. And I would say mm, I'd also, agree. I've got at, at, uh, at 11, I've got Jalen Waddle as well, who is Same. someone else who's kind of... I put him <laughs> just below those two just because of the he's not the wide receiver one. Mm, um, agreed. But yeah, these guys are all like... Young and amazing. It's kind of yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, I'll let you I'll let you carry on. Yeah, I mean so I think yeah, I think if St. Brown and this isn't a slight on Jared Goff, but I just think you know, if, if he just had that slightly better better quarterback, maybe I would put him ahead. I think that's maybe one of the reasons Wilson's slightly ahead just because of Rogers. Um but even with Goff, the offense last year in Detroit was unbelievable. It was a top five offense which no one could have predicted. <laughs> um they were absolutely phenomenal. Um, and say yeah, St. Brown in PPR leagues is fantastic. Uh, the volumes he's putting up week on week. Again, he only had, what was it, for six touchdowns last year in, in an offense that scored a lot of points. So that's only going to improve. Um, I think he's got a fantastic career ahead of him. And I think the lines will be the lines will be sneaky dangerous this year. A lot of people are fancying them for to, to challenge for playoffs. So I think, yeah, St. Brown's in a good situation. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if, if they did. I think... I'm biased, but I would say that the Vikings are the strongest team in that in that division <laughs> at the minute. But but even then, the the de- the Vikings defense is just leaves a lot to be desired, and I think that's ironic since you know uh, that wasn't the case years ago. It was you yes, know, they, it they really such, switched around. It really has changed. Um, but they're a more exciting team to watch because of it. Let's yes, face it. 100%. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I think, I mean, the Lions are scary. You've also got Jameson Williams as well in, in now, who's yes, didn't yes. really get a chance to do very much last year, but this year, See touch wood, he he's, he's going to be really good. And that, while he might challenge for some targets uh, away from AJ, uh, sorry, AJ, <laughs> Armand Rassant Brown, um, there is also the, the kind of, the added benefit of, of you know, defences are not going to be ganging up on Armand Ra now either because there's going to be more, yeah, they'll have to more options out there worry about other things so yeah no, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens uh, and St. Brown I mean you got to remember he was taken in the, the sort of second round of a lot of uh, rookie drafts because yes. he, he was just so under the radar for a lot of people and now he's coming out and from that that year you know he's, he's topping Jalen Waddle now uh, which is uh, well, not quite Chase, uh, but you, no. know, you know, but but that was oh, what a year for wide receivers that was. It was um, one of the best. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's uh, it's an interesting one to watch. But no, he's he's going to be great, and the Lions I think are going to be great as well this year. It's uh, scary, scary that they've gone from kind of the joke team of the division to uh, to arguably offensive one of the powerhouse. Best. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so next up then after that, I Jill had, had Jalen Waddle, who, you know, if you take Tyreek Hill out of that offense, God knows how high this list is. Oh, it'd be ridiculous. Um, but yeah. yeah, the fact that he makes it into a top 12 while there's another member of his team in the top 12 in and of itself is a phenomenal thing. Um, and I don't think I'm alone in, in loving Jalen Waddle at the minute. No, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Um, like you said, it's crazy that we're speaking about two people, uh, both in the top 12 on the same offence. Um, but he's, he's just that good. He's had two fantastic seasons to start his career. That's with a guy we've talked about six spots above him as well. Um, if the Dolphins um, play similar to the way they played last year, they don't have, you know, they don't run the ball too heavily, so I think two will still chuck it a lot. Uh, yeah, Waddle's in for a fantastic season. Like you said, the only reason he's perhaps not higher, although if we were just talking on talent, he would be, is, is yeah, just because there's two of them on the same team. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that that's the thing that's holding him back. Uh, but at the same time, the fact that, you know, we've seen it in action before, we've seen the pair of them be at the top of their game whilst sharing the same offense. I'm not too worried. I, th- I think he's a safe pick. Um, you know, if, if, if he's on my team... I'm not upset about the fact, uh, even though he's going, you know, toe to toe with with uh, with the likes of Tyreek Hill. He's definitely the best wide receiver too in the game at the minute. I would say that you can have on your team, and I would definitely rate him above quite a lot of wide receiver ones. Um, last up to bottom us out, then uh, I've got Chris Olave. Oh, okay, nice. I think yeah, I think I'd probably have Olave just after. I've got T Higgins, but yeah. T. Higgins is 13 for me. But yeah, yes. Alave. That's a good pick. Yeah, I mean, he, I think a lot of people are a little bit nervous about him. I think in some cases you can maybe get him a decent decent price, as it were. Um, but yeah, he's he's just... He was amazing last year. He was, he was just such a... Such a fantastic addition to that offense. And I know we kind of have Michael Thomas, who's kind of been in and out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's been... He's been playing in a way that, you know, you do wonder whether he's actually going to have a decent year this year, dare I say it, Michael Thomas, because he, be, he might be healthy for the, <laughs> for the entirety of it. I've but... been burnt by him too many times. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's been a few years, hasn't it, since he was at his best. He, he started off good last year as well, kind of out, out, uh... of, the, out of the gates. He was, uh, yeah, he was he was really good, but I don't know. I think Alave is, Alave is the wide receiver one there now. That's, that's oh. absolutely certain. Out and away, and I and I do think we we bag on him sometimes, but I do think, and all the the footage I've seen of preseason and the reports out of camp, um, Derek Derek Carr seems to be fitting in well in New Orleans as well, um, which is which is noteworthy. So if they can uh, yeah. if they can develop a good connection, um, then yeah, wide receiver one in 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 a good offense. It's quite a weak division as well, so they should be challenging. Um, so yeah, I think I think Olave is in a good spot for yeah. a year two. That's 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 the main thing for me. I think is just car car is car can prop up wide receivers and and he can you know he can throw the ball around a lot as well. I think as you say, you you say that uh, you know Jimmy G is not much of a downgrade from Car, but I think Car's pretty good. I think he's all right. Yeah, um, I think yeah, I think yeah, I think to be honest, whoever the Raiders quarterback is, I'd probably insult them as a Broncos fan. So yeah. <laughs> I see what you I see what you're saying, but yeah, I think yeah, I think they're both they're both in a good spot. I think the Saints will actually be a pretty good team this year. I think, like I said, that division's pretty weak, um, and Alave yeah, in year two, I think we'll we'll see the majority of those targets. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okie dokie. So you had uh, you had T Higgins as your as your number twelve. Yeah, T Higgins at twelve. Um, I, I really like him. I think he could be a wide receiver one on most teams. I guess it's a similar conversation than it is with Jalen Waddle. Uh, we've got two receivers from the same team in the top 12. Um, but again, that's just a testament to how good the offense is, how good Joe Burrow is. Um, second or third best quarterback in the league. I think they'll be good again um, in that division. Um, and I think, yeah, I think T Higgins will put on another good year. It is noteworthy, I think, that a lot of people are saying that and I think even someone in the ownership group said that they can't have Chase, Higgins and Burrow on the same team for too much longer because they'll have to pay them too much money, <laughs> um, which is understandable. Uh, they're both fantastic players, but maybe T Higgins moves on at some point and does become a receiver one elsewhere. But for this year, I think he'll, he'll, still, be, he'll still be very good, just not as good as Jamar Chase, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Very good. Okay, any, any other wide receivers that you'd be kind of looking at Kind Ooh, of in the later rounds just, potentially as as a bit of a bit of a good gamble. Um, I'm seeing. I've I've been trying to I've been trying to take Mike Evans a lot, um, which might might sound strange, but at the minute he's going as like the wide receiver, what thirty, but mm-hmm. he's this this is a guy who's had eight straight one thousand yard seasons, like, and that's only only with Tom, only with Tom Brady as a good quarterback. The previous years he had dreadful quarterback play. <laughs> dreadful quarterback play um i think he'll have a good year again i think he will have a thousand over a thousand again baker mayfield is the starting quarterback for the books which isn't yes. isn't fantastic but again baker can do a job he did if he did a job for the rams last season um in limited work although the books i don't think will be a very good team i think mike evans will definitely surpass where he's currently being drafted yeah if that makes sense i think if you can get him in you know, round seven or wherever he's going at roughly. I think that's a. I think that's a big thing. Um, I also do like Calvin Ridley as well. They're much higher up the board, of course, but I really like Ridley this year. Yeah, I think Ridley's definitely one to watch. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does. I think also another one for me who I've I've, I've nabbed in a few leagues, and this might be to my detriment is Christian Watson. Uh, Ooh, he okay. Was, he was very boom or bust last year, but he yeah, was. Yeah. He was. You know, he had the ability to do some really good stuff. There are a few drops, admittedly, that weren't great, but they're things that hopefully he's worked on. Mm -hmm. He is going to be the wide receiver one for the Packers. Um, And And Jordan Love's not been... He's looked pretty. He's looked pretty sharp. I thought in some of the preseason footage I've seen. I think this is the thing: is that we've all written off the Packers. I think everybody has written off the Packers completely, and no one really wants any part of that offense. Mm-hmm. which is putting Christian Watson down at quite an attractive range for a wide receiver one. Um, so I just I just think he's he's a bit of a bargain at the minute, really, if you can yeah. get him. No, but, I like that. But there is also, it's, it's high risk, high reward. He might not be doing too much. Um, another one for me as well, who I've, I've got kind of quite highly, is Mike Williams. Um, oh, okay. I think Mike Williams is getting quite a lot of disrespect. People aren't really <laughs> looking to him to do very much this year, but I do feel like Herbert is so prolific with that. You know, he throws that ball around so much. Keenan Allen is, you know, he's, yeah, he's, he's, up there he's showing people. he's showing signs of slowing though. I think, and Mike Williams is isn't as much. Um, I think he's just a sneaky pick. He's one of those good players who you don't really think about. And he often drops to a kind of a nice, a nice spot there. So, they're two of my guys who are kind of, you know, not not necessarily late round picks, but but really attractive mid round picks, should I say? Um, and I think, yeah, it's definitely worth keeping your eye out to see if 
if they drop to a good a good spot. And I suppose one more, another one uh, for me, just kind of around the same area that I'd be looking at Mike Evans is also George Pickens. Yes, um, I like Pickens. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think Pickens is someone else who is, you know, he showed talent last year. Um, mm-hmm. And again, the Steelers are another team that no one is really talking about when it comes no, to... No, they've shown lots of improvement. Exactly. I think it's, it would be daft, you know, if you do see George Pickens kind of hanging around in your sort of, I don't know, kind of seventh round maybe area, then I think he's worth he's worth a he's punt worth at that are point. Are you taking him are you taking him ahead of Deontay Johnson? Their ADP is very close. Uh there's only a few only four spots in it on sleeper. I would Now this depends. There's two ways to read into this. If I'm being sensible, I take Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. If I'm playing mm-hmm. with my heart, I take George Pickens. George Pickens, yeah. Deontay Johnson is they're so similar. They are so similar, they those are, two yeah. guys. I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't be unhappy with either of them at kind of no. like seventh round um but yeah i guess deontay johnson has actually shown improvement because he he was terrible at dropping the ball if you remember a few yes, years ago really like, bad really problem. bad and he really improved on that so you have seen improvement in him but george pickens is just kind of more exciting i guess yeah um, i'll say younger player young offense with uh, with what's his name, Kenny Pickett. So yeah, I, I think the yeah, I think the Steelers will be, and we've got to remember the Steelers. And you keep, I keep forgetting this, but under Mike Tomlin, they've never had a losing season. Yeah. Even even if we think they've been bad these last few years, they've not been that bad. They've still been average or above. Yeah. So I, th- I think they could be in for a, a sneaky good season. Well, didn't they go like ten or eleven games unbeaten? Not last season, but the season before, they were like yes, yeah, they yeah, went they were on a mad romp, didn't they? Ten or they? eleven and all, weren't they? And everyone was. Yeah. Everyone was um, lauding them, but yeah. I think it yeah. was uh, Big Ben's last season. Last wasn't season, it? Yeah. that was it. Yeah, you went on the right tear, but yeah. So there, there are a couple of guys that are just, just I, I, I can't describe them necessarily as under the radar, but maybe, no. maybe disrespected <laughs> that they slide a little yes. bit further than they should. Um, cool. Okay, I guess we'll jump over to tight ends then, which is. Perhaps not as exciting of a conversation. No, I'd be sure I won this. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all going to be starting with the same same fella up at the up at number one, and it's got to be Travis Kelsey, right? Or yeah. Are you, are you going with uh, last year's pick of Mark Andrews again, Jack? No, no, I've, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> silly, silly, Jack. No, um, yeah, Kelsey's. Um, I mean, yeah, his, his ADP's middle of the first round. Which again, if I'd have said six years ago, a tight end's going ahead of all these amazing players it's crazy but he's just he's that good he's he's just an absolute guarantee uh, for points every week uh, in a position where it's hard to find points so he's just such an asset for teams if you can draft well behind him he, he's the you know he's the tight end last season he's the tight end one two or three every single week pretty much um in a fantastic offense with the best quarterback in the league it's just one of those situations where is 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 that the is that the way you like drafting? I've I've never managed to actually get him. I don't think these last few years in drafts. I never really, I never really, it never really falls to me. I always end up at the back of the the back of the first, so I've missed him or the start, and then I don't want to take him. So, but yeah, fantastic player. If if you get him, it's it's a guaranteed points. Yeah, he's he's a cheat code. I think the tight end position yep. most leagues just have the one. I mean, I think I'm in one this year that has two, where it's a little yes, bit more interesting. Same. To try and sort of figure out where where you're going to be drafting those tight ends because the the value just drops off so quickly, it's almost just work worth taking and almost ignoring the position till later, I suppose. But 
yeah, Kelsey is just that good. And he's not really shown any signs of slowing. Um, no. It's because of the position he plays, I guess, and the, and the moves he makes. He's not meant to be, you know, a very small, light, agile guy who speeds off. He's meant to be the bruiser security for Mahomes who can just, you know, perform ridiculous catches in very difficult mm. situations. And he just fulfills that task so much. If you've got somebody in your tight end position who's outperforming your wide receivers, and in yeah. many cases you have running backs, you're in a great position because anybody you put in those other positions are much more easily... Uh, changeable, you know. If, if yes. you have a running back mm-hmm. that goes down, there will be a, a handcuff. If you have a wide receiver that's not performing as yeah. well as you would like them to throughout the season, you get teams that start performing better than you think mm-hmm. you can, so you can bring their wide receivers bring in and waiver wire. You can't do that at tight end. There is nobody no. that you can replace easily, yeah. aside from kind of the top few guys in the tight end position. So if you have got Travis Kelsey that position is locked and you don't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a lock and it's it's a lock and it's you're talking what 15 plus points per week guaranteed every week. And that's yeah. that in and of itself is insane. And when you yeah. start tacking touchdowns onto whatever he's doing yardage and catch wise, you're probably winning your week most of the time. Um he's just he's just incredible and he he, he deserves that kind of middle middle of the first to late first round pick, I think. Mm. He is it's not just his ability, it's the position that he plays that mm. makes him as valuable as he is. Um, I, I think could, it's, uh, yeah. I was just going to it's worth, it's, I, I didn't really realise this as well, but I think the touchdown numbers, I think, could go up as well. So he had, what, five, six, seven, eight. He had 12 last year, but seven of those were in two games. <laughs> <laughs> he had he had a week with four touchdowns, obviously that great week. And oh, then he had, a week yes. with th- he had a week with three touchdowns. He didn't actually score a touchdown for the last seven weeks of the season. So, like, he's just, he shows no signs of slowing down. He, he takes care of himself. I, I certainly think he's still got, certainly this year, and maybe another at a high level in him. Yeah, absolutely. And I would hope to see that because it's going to be a sad day when Travis oh, Kelsey yeah. retires. He, he's just so exciting. He's just such a great, great player and a great guy. It's, uh, yeah, he's, he's a massive presence in the league. Um, and it's going to be a shame when he, he finally decides to step down. Uh, and I do wonder what what is going to happen with that Chiefs offense, whether they look for a replacement. Or whether yeah, is whether he replaceable? I don't know if he is. This is the thing, isn't it? Like yeah. Mahomes is gonna he's gonna take a hit the year that Kelsey disappears. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like you don't see tight ends like this very often. Like obviously Kelsey's on pace to beat all of uh, Antonio Gonzalez's Tony Gonzalez's records. Antonio Gates. You don't see tight ends like this very often. Yes, yeah. it is one or two in a lifetime. That's it. And we're just lucky that we get to watch that. Him. We see him. Um, yeah. Okay. So at number two, then I think we probably both have Mark mm-hmm. Andrews. Yep. Yeah, number two, Mark Andrews. Um, yeah. I think obviously two seasons ago he managed to beat Kelsey. Last season the Ravens obviously were had a few issues with injuries and whatnot. Lamar um, missing several several games, so Andrews wasn't as effective. Um, a lot of people expecting um, a bounce back year from Lamar and the Ravens in general. And Mark Andrews is is very good. You know, he's going sort of two rounds later. But again, he is—he's—he's he's very good at the tight end position. He's Lamar's favourite target by far. We still don't really know how good the wide receivers will be for the Ravens as well. Um, mm-hmm. So Mark Andrews being that consistent presence for Lamar, um, I think will be good. Um, and if if they both stay healthy, yeah, Mark Andrews is definitely going to be the tight end too. 
Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. There's no, there's no arguing that. I don't think um, he's for all the reasons you said, and that Baltimore kind of receiving core is just not, not yeah, not you don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah, having Mark Andrews there is is great for that. And yeah, while ever he remains, uh, you know, that safety safety valve for for Lamar Jackson. He's a great guy to have on your team. Mark Andrews definitely is, is number two for me. Number three is someone who I've never had as number three before. This is a new number oh, three for okay. me this year. It's TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson, yep. Who have yeah. you got a three? TJ Hawkinson. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I didn't, it's, it's, yeah, there's a few few regular players that we usually talk about that have dropped down a little bit. Um, I think Hawkinson had some fantastic games last season, obviously after the after the trade to the Vikings. He seems to have found a nice place in that offense, um, and sort of since being traded. I mean, the targets each week. You sort of what nine, ten, nine, six, six, eight, nine, sixteen, twelve. So he's cl- clearly got a very good relationship with Cousins. Like we said, outside of Jefferson, you T.J. Hawkins is probably the next go-to guy. Um, I would imagine for Cousins, he's a nice, safe pair of hands. Um, in an offense that we're all predicting will score a lot of points. So yeah, Hawkinson. Yeah, definitely three. Yeah. Fully agreed. Um, and it's interesting because he takes the place of Kittle for me. Kittle goes down to number four. Um, he's well, just... I've got Kittle at five. Oh, have you got Pitts at four? No, Pitts is not even Goddard at four. No, I've got Darren Waller at Waller four. At four. Waller at four? Waller at four, yeah. Okay. Interesting, interesting. I'll let you talk about Waller first then. Yeah, I just, I think, as again, we, we, the Giants were, were good last season. Um, a lot of them um, exceeded expectations, I think. The, and that's with let's face it the, the Giants wide receiver room is 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 pretty dire. Let's let's be honest they don't really have a set wide receiver one. Uh, they spent a lot of money on receivers that didn't pan out. Um, Darren Waller although he had a, a down year the year before um, finds a new home and I think Danny Dimes will lean his way a lot. I think he will be the number one target in that offense as well as obviously Saquon Barkley out the backfield. But I think, yeah, big things coming from Waller this season, I think. Big things. I mean, yeah, I think maybe the reason he is as low as he is for me, I've got him down at seven, is because he, he is going to the Giants now. And I think maybe I still have a bit of prejudice against Danny Dimes. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he obviously had a really good rapport with, with Carr back in uh, Las Vegas. Back in uh, and, Las Vegas. And I don't know whether that served, I think that served him well. Mm-hmm. I think without that rapport, I don't know how well he is going to perform, but... He's definitely one to watch. I wouldn't be unhappy if he was my tight end. Um, you know, especially if he's after some some of the other guys. You know, when you get when you get past Hawkinson and Kittle, I'm not too fussed, I guess. Uh, anyway, no, you but, wait until um, the tenth round, then, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I guess so. So Kittle's at four for me, just because he has demonstrated yeah. his ability in the past, and uh, you know, as part of that that pretty solid San Francisco offense. Um, have you seen that Brock, Brock Purdy has been announced as the starting uh, starting quarterback? Uh, yeah, I was, yeah. I, I, and then Darnold is the QB too, which yeah, they've announced so Lan- as well. Lance, so Lance, Lance is, is out of the conversation, which is interesting. It is interesting considering what they, well, I think I saw it this morning when I was scrolling Instagram, what they what they um, gave up to, to get Lance. Whether Lance will find a new home elsewhere, I'm not too sure. Um, but they must, clearly they've they've either not seen anything in Lance or they've seen lots in Purdy. And to be fair, Purdy was you know he handled himself spectacularly last season. Um, he was amazing. Uh, but yeah, it will be interesting to see where Lance ends up because it's it's a weird situation for a to spend that amount of assets on a first round pick. And he's only what he's only thrown a hundred passes. 
and yeah, and we're giving up on him, so to speak. It's a it's a bit of a strange one. Yeah, it is really. Um, yeah, I mean, I, we'll see what happens there. But I mean, that is one team where you know you can't until McCaffrey came along you couldn't trust the running back position because he was running back by committee and I wouldn't be surprised if it's QB by committee either to be honest uh, depending on how things go so you know we'll see how no. things pan out but I think Kittle is pretty solid um, and fairly, yeah. fairly QB proof as whoever's, well whoever's starting you go and kills where he's, he's such an athlete yards after the catch very reliable to, to target so yeah I think Kittle will still be good he, he's at my five so he's not too much far behind I just I'm not sure if Although Purdy was good last season, I'm just not ready to. I'm not ready to say he's going to be. Um, he, he can't keep that pace all this season as well. Although the 49ers will always be a good team because they're just really well run. The defense is good. Lots of skilled position players. I just want to see another season out of Purdy, and then no doubt Kittle will, will bounce back up the list. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so who have you got on number five? So far, yes, yeah, so I've got Waller four, Kittle five. And then Dallas Goddard at six. Ah, okay. Okay. So Goddard is, is six for me as well. Uh, I've got Pitts at five. Ooh, um, I think Atlanta might be pretty good this year, you know. Um, I think now they've got Bijan Robinson, who's going to be occupying a hell of a lot of attention from a lot of people. He is going in the first round of a lot of yeah. drafts. <laughs> yes, people like are very, very hyped about him. <laughs> That's going to start to make them... I mean, they've obviously had Cordaro Patson, but Patson was involved in the receiving game quite a bit as well. Yeah, he's a bit I, more of a utility utility uh, player, exactly. isn't he? Exactly. I feel like the, the Falcons can are play becoming... Anywhere. They're, they're becoming more dynamic of a team. Um, are, are, we worried, are we worried about the quarterback at all? It's Ridder, isn't it? Desmond Ridder? It is Ridder, yeah. So That's the only reason they're lower down for me is... Like, Pitts was... Let's face it, dreadful last year. Yeah, true. Like I know he, I know he missed a lot of time, but even even before then, he had two top six finishes and then was outside the top twenty, which is tough to do at tight end to be outside the top twenty when you're that talented. If if Ridder's good, I'm sure Pitts will be good as well. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just a little bit. I need to see a few, a few. I need to see this season basically before I put Pitts back up the rankings. I think. Yeah. I mean, I I do understand that. I just feel like he has, he's got a lot of talent that we've yeah, not yet seen. Supremely talented. I, I think we need to give him. I I just want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I just feel like mm. Atlanta are starting to turn a corner. I think. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. And he is probably, you know, one of the best offensive pieces they have. The ball should be going to him more than it does. Let's yes, that way. and that's partly that's partly coaching, isn't it? They need to. They've got good weapons. Bijan's great at receiving. Um, Drake London, we both we both love, and Pitts is good. I think I, I guess one thing to note with Pitts is it it's it's a better situation this year because his ADP is much much lower. Like if you took him last year, you got oh, absolutely God. burnt. You just wanted yeah. to you just wanted to die by week nine. Um, whereas this year his ADP is what sort of. The fifth, sixth round, which is yeah. a, a little bit more, little bit more acceptable. Personally, I'm not willing to, still not willing to take him there. But yeah, he's still, he should be good just based on the, based on the talent. Yeah, I think if if I have if I have him on on my team, I'm not too unhappy about it to be honest because there's just so little option at, at tight end, and I feel yes, like very he, true. There's a level of risk. You've got to have a certain level of risk in your appetite when you're playing fantasy, I think. And he's one of those guys who, 
his upside is a lot higher than the likes of, say, Dallas Goddard, uh, yes. Darren Waller, yeah. Evan Engram. You know, you, you're looking at Pitts. Pitts, if he hits his, if he hits what he's capable of, yeah, could be the Titan two. Yeah, yeah, easily. But yeah. there's a huge chance but that he could not also be the Titan thirty one. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I just, and I think when when you're at sort of like the seventh round, if Pitts is there. I think yeah. he's worth a punt because you've already got your solid. You've already got six solid players at that point. You're looking True. at punt pieces, and as a tight end punt piece, <laughs> Pitts is not bad. Lo- lots yeah, of peas in that sentence, but <laughs> Pitts is the punt end punt piece yeah. um, that you want to be going for at that at that point. Um, so yeah, I, I no, just, I get I that. Th- I think yeah, it, but like as you just said, he could be utterly dreadful. But again, if you waste the seventh round pick on an utterly dreadful player. Doesn't sting anywhere yeah, it's near not, as much. Not as, as bad as the round. second, yeah, exactly. that you spent last year. Exactly. And like, just and just quickly to to, to talk about Goddard, I, I, yeah, quite high on Goddard this year. Um, he see he seems to all a lot of reports I've seen out of camp is that he, Jalen Hurts is is targeting him a lot, which is really good. And in general, I think like like like, like the offense in Philadelphia is going to be a lot more consistent. I think that's why I've I've got him. A one spot above of pits. It's the ceiling's not as higher, but the floor I think is is steady. Yeah, got it. For, for Goddard, especially especially if you if you can get yourself Jalen Hurts, and somehow yeah, get yourself nice AJ Brown, stack. and then later get Goddard as well. That's a, yeah. A, a, honestly, an Eagle stack is phenomenal for you. <laughs> um, I, I I do have that stack in one of my dynasty leagues actually, um, and I'm Jealous. looking. It's, it's only just come into place this year. But I'm looking forward to it uh, popping off, hopefully. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, the Eagles are going to be so exciting. So anyway, should we just address any kind of notable extras? Because I, I yeah. would like to talk about Evan Engram. Who, oh, I thought who, you might. Who was? <laughs> I, I've always loved the man, but he was solid last year. He was a he really was good tight. Really he was drafted good. so low, and yet he performed really. He had a few well. huge weeks. He did, and he seemed to be one of Trevor Lawrence's favorite targets as well for towards the back end of the season, especially. Obviously, Ridley's coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, you still have Christian Kirk there, who's demanding targets as well. I do think because there's going to be another massive mouth to feed, Engram's value is going to be hit by that, and I can't mm-hmm. pretend that's not going to happen because it will. But I still think he's a solid pickup, especially in the later rounds when you're just looking for a solid tight end oh, to fill yeah. that, that slot. He'd be very happy starting Engram each week. Um, he, he, you know, and he did. He signed. Did he, he signed a yeah three. Yeah, he signed yeah. a three year, forty two million pound deal. So they clearly clearly see something in him um the jags in general as crazy as it is to say such an up-and-coming team lawrence is in in many people's eyes a, a top sort of eight quarterback in that range so the jags will be good i think and like you said although there is more mouths to feed i think engram yeah nice nice consistent week to week i think he will be this year yeah absolutely no, no many blowout weeks but i don't think he'll hurt you too often any any kind of one individual who's particularly standing out to you beyond those guys? Well, I did. I was. I was. I was kind of on the Greg Greg Dulcich train, um, oh, okay. as as a lot of people were. Because I mean, you can get him so late, yeah. like so late. You're talking to the eleventh, twelfth round. Um, he had a few nice games last year. In let's face it, one of the worst Broncos offenses we've ever seen. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I think if if he is the if he is the tight end one, which at, at the minute he is, um, and Russ the offense, Sean Payton takes a step forward. Um, I think to to get him 
at his current average draft position if that's the way you want to do it and go tight end late. I, I, yeah, I like Dulcich in the in the very very late rounds. <laughs> yeah. Similar with what Dalton Kincaid, but was, people are, are quite high on. Yeah, he was the last guy I was going to mention. Just just because he's come through this year, and uh, you know he was, he was getting taken quite highly in, in rookie drafts as well. Um, Kincaid's entering a really good offense there. Yeah, and, fantastic. You know he can really carve himself out a solid spot if he works hard. So someone else who's similarly to Pitts, I think he's one of those guys who has quite a high ceiling if you draft mm-hmm. him, but he's also got a very low floor. Um, so yeah, awesome. I guess that that covers us for the titans yeah, and, the, and the wide receivers um we are looking to do a bit of a mock draft aren't we with rohan yes, um hopefully that. hopefully next week uh and then beyond that and we're in there we'll be back into the regular season, season. Is ready it's very exciting i'm looking forward to it beginning uh just you mentioning that game where kelsey got four uh touchdowns has just kind of made me smile and think this is this is why we watch the game is for these those mental know, those crazy moments where it's just yeah absolute end-to-end excitement just um just quickly as well it's worth knowing what do you think about all the the jonathan taylor stuff um it's it's so they've now just as so the yeah they've now told him he can seek a trade basically yes. within the last sort of 24 hours um, apparently, looking at reports, there's five or six teams, I think, interested. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where he does land up. I think the only issue that I saw someone report on is the the, the Colts are expecting a decent amount back, which is, it's not really, you don't you don't want to have to give up a first and then pay, and then pay him a fortune, if you see what I'm saying. So it'll be interesting to see where he lands up. Miami, I've seen thrown around... Chicago, I've seen thrown around, but it's yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I was gonna say I, I don't know. He he he's a player who has displayed how good he is. Yeah. Um, if he stays at the Colts, but he's been given the opportunity to leave, I guess the hope is that he will be more settled there because he's, you know, the door yeah, was opened for him. Gonna want to prove yourself for for one last season, perhaps. Yeah. To, um, I also think. think he's probably suffering from a bit of he thinks he's. You know, he is incredible, but he probably thinks he's worth more than teams are willing to pay for him. Yeah. And I think maybe being humbled that way might do him a bit of good as well. And it might just give him that chip on his shoulder this year to mean that he plays better. Um, I mean, it's it's so unpredictable. I I still think he's a great pick because of who he is. Um, Not necessarily in the first round by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, he's still potentially RB1 worthy. I don't necessarily see him drop into RB2 anywhere. Um, if a team is trading for him, they are trading to replace their current RB one with Taylor, I would imagine. So, apparently, it, yeah, apparently, just reading the relatively recent article, apparently they've given him till next Tuesday as a deadline to find a to find a suitor. Right. Okay. So that's so we'll know yeah. soon. I guess the biggest worry for him is the fact that he's still on the uh, physically unable to perform list, which he is. If he remains on there past a certain time next week. Uh, yes. Um, sorry. Then that impacts him. If uh, I'm just reading now, past tu- oh past next Tuesday he has to. Oh, that yeah, might be why he, he has to miss the next four weeks. At of least the, the first season. four games. So that if that happens, that, yeah. you're immediately losing a lot of value in that player. Yes, um, four weeks four when you spend perhaps a second round pick on him is, exactly. is pretty huge. And I know I've done that in one of our. our <laughs> uh, I think I spent a third, maybe a third round pick on him. Which, to be fair, if it comes off, that was a. Oh yeah. Game. 
this 100%. is this, you know the, this is what I mean by appetite for risk. You've you've got to take those risks sometimes just to see what what does happen because you know if if he is playing and he's playing to kind of his is you know not last year but the year before standard. Oh, then, I am you've laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, but you yeah. know there is a chance that he doesn't. In which case, you know, I, I had the yeah. punt and it, it missed. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is the beauty of fantasy. Got to gamble. It's, it's these calculated risks. Um, but yeah, very good. Well, I guess we'll catch up next week. Uh, we'll see. I imagine there's probably going to be some more crazy news happening over the next week. No doubt. Uh, but we'll catch up next week. We'll we'll get Rohan involved, and then uh, the week after, I think we're uh, week one. we're in the thick of it. Oh, That's it. Amazing, fantastic. Well, thank you very much all for listening once again, and uh, we will see you next time.